welcome in to your fifth, I believe, episode of BNB Sports Podcast. Ben, we're here and we're in the conference finals. We're pretty deep in both conference finals so far. Uh, both are 3-2 uh, with the team that started out uh, with home court ahead in the series. And then we're waiting for game six. Game six of the Eastern Conference Finals will be tonight uh, in Boston. And then game six of the Western Conference Finals will be in Golden State tomorrow night. Um, so we'll start out with that one. We'll start out with with uh, Golden State and the Rockets. Now, last night we saw the Rockets get what I felt was a much-needed win you definitely don't want to go back to Golden State down 3-2. Uh, in my opinion, last night, neither team really played that great. Uh, but the Rockets were able to uh, force turnovers late and hit some big shots down the stretch and get the 3-2 the uh, series lead. Um, so what did you see? We'll start out with just last night uh, from both sides. Uh <clears throat> Well, I think this has been these past two games, especially, have been very telling of these two teams, honestly, because uh, they they know each other well. It seems like, uh, but it just seems like these past couple of games, the Rockets have been the reason they've been winning is they've been more physical and they seem like they just want it more. And usually, the team that's more physical and wants it more will win. Because I mean, it's crazy when you think about it. You can look at the like the stat lines of each of these games, and the Warriors outplay them in both these games that like they have more rebounds, they have better shooting percentages and it's just the Rockets are playing great defense. We'll give them that. And they're just, they're tough. They're being physical with these warriors and the, uh, the refs are not letting them play, which is good because you never want to see the refs play like a big role in, in a series like this. So, I mean, it's just, it seems like the Rockets just want it more. They have more tough players Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen from here on out with uh, Chris Paul being out, possibly, uh, for sure, Game 6, possibly Game 7 as well. But it just, yeah, that's huge. to me, it's looking like they just, obviously, I mean, maybe it's the Warriors have just gotten a little bit lackluster. But, I mean, the Rockets just look like they want it, they want it more. And uh, the end of games, uh, I've heard a lot of, a lot of uh, sports announcers and everything like say that that this that the warriors seem like they don't know how in big games how to play at the end of games like when they're not winning because i mean they look where where uh, kevin durant that last possession last night was like he was standing halfway out of bounds like at midcourt almost and wasn't even going yeah. in and then the game before, and Kevin Durant has been disappearing in these fourth quarters, like the past, um, pretty much all series, honestly. But for sure, these He's last one for two, nine in the last two games, yeah, one these, for nine, yeah. These last two, especially. So I mean, it just looks like these Rockets are just wanting it a whole lot more. I don't know how you feel, but that's how it looks like to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't question their want. the The Golden State Warriors want for the series i mean i think obviously uh they want it that's that's pretty uh, obvious for any team uh the rockets are just executing more in the fourth quarter like you said especially these last two games uh you know if you would have told me going into last night yeah james harden's gonna be five for 21 and 
shoot 0 for 11 from the three-point line. I would have probably told you that I I would think that the Warriors would win that game um, by a lot. But down the stretch, like you said, they're not used to these being in these tight series where it's close because the last couple years, you know, well, the last year especially when they, they added first them. added, yeah, they they blew out everybody. So um, that it's part of that. Uh, part coaching too, and I—I I mean, I think that Kerr is a good coach, but why in the world do you give the ball to Draymond Green? Uh, when you need a bucket down the stretch, when you have uh Steph Curry and Kevin Durant on your team, I know Kevin Durant's been struggling, but still, in a last possession when they're down one and need a bucket, I'm giving the ball to him every time, and and I'm gonna live with the result of of whatever happens. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, a lot of people consider him either the first or second best player in the NBA right now. There's no excuse for that. Yeah, so even when he's struggling, I'm going to roll my cards and say, look, we're down one point. If we hit a shot here, we got a good shot to win the game. Uh, I'm giving the ball to him and saying, look, if if he misses, then I'll take that responsibility as a coach and say, you know, maybe I should have given it to someone who was playing a little better. But for him not to get the ball down the stretch, even when he is struggling, is just just crazy, man. He had 29 points. He didn't play bad, but it was just that fourth quarter. Uh, he really did play bad. Um, but it's just turnovers. And I tell you what, and you can you can say what you want about this. I see a different team out there without the leadership and the the grit and the toughness of uh, Andre Iguodala. Uh, he meant more to that team than I think people realize. Yes, he's probably. Uh, maybe the fourth or fifth best player on the team. He's not an all-star. He's not this great player that people think of when you think of great players on their team, but he's the glue that holds them together. He, he's probably, uh, him and Clay Thompson are their best defenders. Um, you know, and, and the Rockets have really exploited, uh, on the people that the Warriors have put in instead of him. You know, they've been going right at guys like Kevin Looney and Jordan Bell. Quinn Cook, those guys that are getting more playing time because Andre Iguodala is injured. Uh, and I don't know, they haven't announced whether he's playing game six. Uh, but without Chris Paul in game six, I will say, I think it'll go seven. Um, and hopefully Chris Paul can play just because I don't, if, if, if the Warriors beat the Rockets, I want it to be with the Rockets having all their guys on the floor. I don't want it to be with. With, I don't want us to be sitting here two months from now with the Warriors with a championship with us saying what could have been if Chris Paul would have played. So hopefully he can play in Game 7. I do believe they'll have a Game 7. Hopefully Iggy can play in Game 7 so that we have both at full strength and we can really see that Game 7 can just tell us who deserves it more. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, we always want to have a healthy series. We don't – I mean, not only because it makes for better basketball, but it makes for better uh... – Better fans. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, whenever someone's injured, that fan base is going to be making excuses all day long uh, about saying, oh, we were missing this player, this player, or whatever like that. Um, I mean, as a Rockets fan, I probably would say something like that about Chris Paul if he's gone for the rest of the series. But, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's an excuse. And Yeah, good, but it's a valid, a valid excuse. Valid excuse, yeah. But great teams need to find a way to win with or without one player for one game, like one game, they should be able to find a way to win without Chris Paul. Yeah. And, but you don't, I don't know. I don't know if he'll, 
if he'll be back. It looked pretty bad last night. Um, he, if you know Chris Paul and you've watched Chris Paul play, he's one of the toughest players in the league. He he never gives up on a play, and even if he's hurting, you know he's going to try to be in the play. But when he got hurt last night, he just stood there or laid there for a minute and then just kind of stood up, and he couldn't even get down the four. Uh, and it was five on four. That's when Quinn Cook was wide open and missed that three uh, that, that could have likely won on the game. But, um, you know, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, but it I think it's the same injury that kept him out 20 games. Now it is the playoffs, so they're not going to be cautious with him. Um, you know, they, they, they'll play him at all costs if he can. I think it is smart. He should just stay in Houston for game uh, six. He shouldn't travel with the team because being on the plane and sitting there for hours and whatever could only make that worse. He needs to be back in Houston working with the staff there. And, you know, hopefully game six, seven, uh, he can at least be, you know, 70 or 80% and give it a go. He's not going to be 100%, but really who is at this point of the season? So I hope that Andre Iguodala is back if there's a game seven and, and I hope that uh, Chris Paul's back. And in Game Six, if I was the Rockets, I would use this as a as a time to try to get James Harden going. Say, James, you're without Chris Paul. Take 30 shots and get your shot going. If we lose, we'll live with it and go for a Game Seven because Harden hasn't played the his best games, especially in the second half of uh, the last two games, and they've still uh, found ways to win. Um, but you, if you're going to win a game seven against the defending champions, you're going to need everybody and you're not going to need everybody, uh, playing well because, uh, Golden State will bring it. And hopefully, like we said, the Houston will be healthy and they'll be able to bring it as well. Absolutely. Um, you know, I want to come to Harden's defense a little bit. Obviously he has looked terrible offensively and there's no excuse for that. But I mean, even though he has looked terrible offensively, he has been playing really well. Uh, defensively, the best he, I've seen him play in a series in a long time. So, just a little bit yeah, defense he, for him. He is not letting his offensive struggles hinder his defense. Uh, if anything, it may be fueling him, making him a little upset, and making him want to get after it on defense a little more. But my, and I'm not taking shots at him. I mean, anybody, as you said, can see he's not playing his best ball right now. Um, and they're finding ways to win. You know, if you would have told me. If you had t- gave me his fourth quarter or second half stats over the last two games and said, okay, going into the two games ago, the Warriors were up two to one, I'd probably tell you, if you're just looking solely at his second half stats, uh, offensively, I would have told you it was, it was probably over and that the, the Golden State probably won the series, but he is, he's helping the team in other ways. Um, but he's, he definitely need to get that shot going. And I think game six would be a good chance for him to, He's not going to have his, his sidekick there in Chris Paul at all. So, uh, you know, they may could win that game, uh, you know, but I, I don't see it. Uh, Chris Paul's a big piece, and, and really Chris Paul won on the game. Chris Paul, along with Eric Gordon, too, I feel like won on the game uh, last night. And uh, so we'll see. I think it's going to be, be a good Two games. Actually, I don't think game six will be that close, uh, simply because no Chris Paul. Um, but, and it's, it's an elimination game on the road with no Chris Paul. It just, it doesn't look good for the Rockets in game six. But if you're the Rockets, you got to kind of 
game six, you have nothing to lose almost. It's almost like you're going in there and you're going to play hard, but if you lose, so what? You get to come home. This is what they've played all season four is so that if there's a game seven in the Western Conference Finals, it has to go through Houston. And so uh, they got that, and uh, now uh, we'll see if it gets to game seven, if they can take advantage of it. Absolutely. Uh, More on that point, I think – um, I mean, a lot of people are rooting for the Warriors in this series just because they're tired of uh, the Warriors, the, Rock, uh, the, Rockets, the Rockets, yeah, because they're yeah. tired of the Warriors' dominance. But I think there's a small portion of people who are just who are also rooting for the Rockets because they want the regular season to matter. And if the Rockets win this uh, win this series, it will have proven that the regular season does matter. Teams can't just coast through the regular season, not get the one seed, and expect not to have a uh, percussions for that. And I think that's a big reason why people are rooting for the Rockets as well. Yeah. I mean, you want to see somebody different. People are tired of seeing the Cavs and the Warriors uh, in the finals. And we have a good shot this year. Absolutely. Um, and another point, like those are the two teams. I mean, obviously we've, they've been in the finals, the two of them in the past three years. And this year is a year they might both get bounced and it might be because both of them coasted. Well, maybe like, you can't really say maybe the Cavs didn't coast, but they just didn't have the talent. Just didn't have the talent, you know. But the Warriors coasted to the the playoffs, and I mean, it looks like they may end up paying for that. And I mean, it looks like the higher seed in the Eastern Conference might win too. So I mean, it's it's a year where it looks like it's putting emphasis back on you better play uh, in the regular season, or else you could it could come back to bite you. Yeah. And I, I mean, so you know that's about a point. And and uh, so I guess who are you taking in the series? Knowing everything that you know, knowing the injuries, knowing where Game Seven, if there is one, will be played. Uh, do you think the Warriors get back to the finals, or do you do you think we see a new? Are you are you still of the belief that the Rockets, even without a healthy Chris Paul, can get past uh, one of these next two games? <sighs> I mean, it's close. Um, I'm just going to stick with my original pick of the Rockets because I think they do have a good shot. And uh, and if I have a good shot, why would I change my original pick, which was Rockets in seven? So um, obviously it'll be a lot harder without Chris Paul, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Warriors came back and won the last two games of the series. But I have belief that this Rockets team has been built well enough to where they can win at least one game without their uh, floor general and Chris Paul. Yeah, and I mean, they they have the, the depth to maybe, they have the depth to make up for an injury better than than the Golden State has for making yeah. up an injury. Even though uh, the Rockets have only been using a seven-man rotation these past couple games, they do have depth that can help. I mean, obviously not replace Chris Paul, but it will help. And I know, and I think it's going to, it's really just going to depend on who plays. Uh, If Chris Paul can play in a game seven, if it gets that far and Iggy is still out, then I would probably, I think, I think losing Iggy is bigger than people are, are letting on. Uh, There's a reason why he won finals MVP uh, two years ago. Uh, He helps that team. And last time, last time he played the Rockets, you know, uh, the Rockets lost by 41. Now, it wasn't all him. The Rockets didn't have their best game and, and whatever have you. But he cl- there's clearly a difference there. So I think 
if he remains out, uh, then the Rockets definitely have a better shot, especially if Chris Paul is able to come back. Uh, I'm going to say Warriors in seven, uh, just because I think it will get to a seventh game. And without a, I don't expect even if Chris Paul plays for him to be 100%. I think that's huge. Um, but the Rockets have shown me that they can compete more than I thought they'd be able to, especially after watching the first uh, few games. You know, after game three, I didn't think the Rockets had a chance at all. Yeah. Just watching watching them play, I mean, I, did, I was like, "There's no how is this team?" Uh, but I do think losing Iggy hurt the Warriors, and they got to figure out how to how to um, you know win win a couple the next two. Uh, but I'm going to go with them in seven. I think they win game six pretty easily. And then I think seven, like me and you've talked about, once you get there, uh, it's really anybody's, anybody's game. Uh, I want to, part of me wants to pick the Rockets and part of me wants to say the Rockets are going to win, but I guess it's just, you know, they've been in the finals three straight years until somebody beats them in a seven game series. I, I'm going to pick them, uh, but I think the Rockets, I think it's almost, this series is really almost 50 50. Uh, it was it's tough to pick, for sure, and 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 with the Eastern Conference too, uh, that one's tough. I don't, I, I feel like you could really make a case for either either way. But what what lastly on this topic, uh, and I'm not even a Rockets fan, and this bothered me. I was watching uh, some sports TV today, and uh, they every episode, every uh, show that I watched has posed the question: Could the Rockets really do it? And I'm like, why would you ask that question at this point? Like, that's a dumb. That's almost downgrading what the Rockets have done. Obviously, they actually have a chance. They're up three to two. So for the sports media to act like it would still be a shock if they won the series, I think is a little crazy. Uh, you know, I don't. I, it would be surprising as a whole if they won the series, but anybody up three two, it's not surprising if they win one of the next two. Yeah. Especially when it's some someone who has the best record in the NBA throughout the season. But Chris Paul's huge. He needs to he's gonna need to play in game seven because I don't think they have a shot in game six without him. Yeah, um I think they have a better shot than people are people are giving him in game six. I do think the Warriors would end up winning game six, but I think this is gonna be the game where James Harden finally breaks out of his slump and gives them a shot to win that game. I think it's close. I think it's closer than Vegas has it, which I think is that uh, the Warriors are a 12-point favorite. I think it's a single-digit game, but I do think the Warriors end up winning. And then, obviously, you hope that Chris Paul comes back and win for Game 7, but I think even without Chris Paul, they have a good shot at winning a Game 7 in Houston. So, Yeah, I mean, they have a shot, but I'm interested to see how they play without Chris Paul. Yeah, it'll be uh, in game six. I have see, but I think. Go ahead. I have a. We well, were talking about this question a little bit before uh, before we came on the air. Um, I just want to put it out there, and maybe we can get some response from other listeners. But do you think that the Warriors are the luckiest dynasty that we've seen in recent years? Um, I mean, I can see you could say that. Let me, uh, uh, let me also explain that question. I say luckiest dynasty is obviously they have great talent and that's what helps. That's what begins the dynasty. But I think what really made them a dynasty or possibly made them a dynasty is when you look at it, they have had a string of good luck when it comes to their playoff runs and uh, championship runs with their first championship being uh, Kyrie and Kevin Love hurt their second 
was uh, last year. Last year, uh, they had Kawhi go out, which I mean, there's no telling that they would that uh, the Spurs would have won that series, but it definitely would have been more competitive than it was. I mean, they yeah. were taking it to him game one before he got hurt, and then this year. Um, I mean, as all looks, if they do end up winning the series, people are going to look back at it and say, well, the Rockets were up 2-3-2, and then they lose one of their best players, and the Warriors, again, make it to the finals. And then I was listening to someone make the point, like, even if they make it to the finals and they play the Celtics, then you have them saying the Celtics were without their two best players as well. So, I mean, it just seems like injuries the opposing team seems to always go the Warriors' way. That's what I mean by that question. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you have a dynasty like that, <clears throat> it takes a little bit of luck. Um, you had to stay healthy, which for the most part they have. And then, you know, to be able to dominate like that, uh, it, sometimes it takes injuries. But they definitely have their their championship definitely could have – uh, asterisk next to it, uh, you know, even maybe not last year because I think they, I mean, like you said, you don't know Kawhi if he would have played, but I mean, I still think they would have won last year. So I think that's their legitimate. Uh, three years ago when they won their first, I do not believe they would have won it if Kevin Love and Kyrie were both uh, healthy. I mean, if LeBron remember, by himself basically took them, what, six games? Yeah, they went six games. Uh, so... And LeBron averaged 43 points. Um, I think that's when they started to realize they might need somebody like Kevin Durant uh, to stop LeBron because they obviously didn't have the pieces to do it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they've had some luck drop their way for sure. Uh, and it's, But it kind of caught up to them this year, and they had some injuries as well, but nothing as serious as to what they they are dealing with on the other side of the of the way. So yeah, it's definitely, um, they've definitely had, um, some luck go their way. But speaking of injuries, let's, uh, move forward to, uh, the Eastern conference, uh, finals. Uh, you have the Celtics up three to one and, or three to two, excuse me. And, uh, you know, just doing what a lot of people said they wouldn't do. They played the 76ers and people, said, no way they win this series. You know, their best players are arguably a rookie. Uh, no way he leads them past Embiid and Simmons. And what they do? They won it in five. And then it was like, okay, they got past that, but no way they get past LeBron. No, there's no way. Uh, people were t- taking the Cavs in four, five, six games. And here they are, 3-2 lead, doing what they've done all playoffs and just not really anything too special, just winning at home and, and they have that home court advantage and, and, you know, they haven't really proven they can win on the road, which is why in the finals, I definitely wouldn't take them because they wouldn't have home court. Uh, but lucky for them in this series, they don't have to win on the road, uh, to win the series. Um, like I said, game six is tonight. So by the time this podcast is posted, we might have our Eastern Conference champion, uh, crowned. How do you, how have you assessed uh, what the Celtics have been able to do uh, this series and, and taking the Cavs to at least seven games, and that's even if the Cavs win it all. Yeah, it's it's been impressive. It's more, probably the most surprising run that I can remember in recent years. When you think about everything they've been through and have, uh, 
losing uh, probably their, at the time, second best player in the first game of the season. And everyone at that point thinking that their season was probably over. Uh, and then they proved wrong throughout the season with Kyrie and the, the players that they have just going on a roll all season long. And then they lose Kyrie to injury near the end of the season with a surgery in his knee, I think. It was. Yeah, knee surgery. And, yeah. and everyone thinking at that point, oh, well, it, it would have been nice to see what they could have done, but there's no way they, they're going to do much in the playoffs. They may, I mean, a lot of people didn't even have them winning their first round. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been in a heck of a run. Obviously, uh, like we've said, it's, it was, it, it's been helpful that uh, they had such a good regular season because Kyrie was healthy for most of the regular season. Because had they not got home home court for all these series, they probably would have been out in the first round. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's very impressive. Um, I think it's extremely helpful for them in the future. Uh, the coming years, I think they're about to become the next dynasty. And uh, if the Rockets don't dethrone the Warriors this year, I think they will get dethroned next year, either by the Rockets or if they make it to the finals again, they're getting dethroned by this the, the new Celtics team next year. Because this year, uh, you're getting all this playoff experience for these young players. And then you get yeah. Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving back. I mean, it's it's a good – I think it's good for them. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Brad Stevens is able to kind of get the new team gelled together because this, this team now without their two stars are, are probably the best, you know <clears> – <throat> Well coached, gelled together team that that we have. I mean, they're not the most talented, but they play as a team just as good as anybody uh, in the league already. So it's going to be interesting to see how he integrates Gordon Hayward and Kyrie back into that. But yeah, people were thinking of this uh, this season as, oh well, you know, t- um, when when Hayward went down, it was like, well, it it kind of does away with their hopes for this year, but. It'll get Tatum and Brown, you know, involved, and they'll get more playing time, and it'll be good for them in the future. Uh, but it's okay, you know. This year they're not going to do anything, and then Kyrie goes down, and it's like, yeah, it's playoffs. At least they'll get some playoff experience, but they're not going to do anything. And here they are; they just keep fighting through. They keep winning their home games. They still haven't lost at home yet. Um, and you know, Tatum and Brown and all those guys and Rozier and are really benefiting from the extra playing time. And like you said, in the, in the past or in the, in the future, uh, rather, I think that they'll, you know, they'll definitely win some championships if they're all able to stay together. But I don't see how they wouldn't, um, because they, they're really talented and they're missing their two best players, arguably. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's impressive. Um, you know, and I don't know, I don't know if they'll, if they'll even win the Eastern Conference Finals, because I think uh, similar to the other series, I think it goes seven. I think there, I don't see LeBron losing at home tonight, um, and I think it goes seven. And in a game seven, it's really uh, anybody's game. But the way that the Celtics have played at home, you got to at least think they have a pretty good shot to win game seven, even if you have a hard time picking against LeBron. Uh, but bottom line is, if it does get to Game Seven, you know LeBron's going to have to just draw have like a fifty point game because uh, he's it's clear that he's not getting any help on the road. Uh, so do you see the Cavs? I mean, how do you see the the series playing out? Do you think 
it ends tonight, or do you think it goes seven? And if so, uh, who wins that game seven in Boston? Uh, I do think it goes seven. Um, I don't think LeBron's going to lose a, an elimination game at home. Um, but past that, game seven, I, I don't know who to pick. Uh, coming into the series, if you told me it was going to go seven, I probably would have picked uh, the Cavs to win the game seven because, I mean, I don't pick against LeBron in game sevens usually or any elimination game, really. It's hard to pick against LeBron. He doesn't like losing. <laughs> but yeah. this Celtics team has just – like it's been – Night and day, how much how the teens uh, on the road and at home, like they are phenomenal at home, and then just terrible on the road. I think the point differential is uh, plus twelve at home and minus eleven on the road, so that's like a twenty point uh, twenty three. Well, they're totally different team. Totally different team. It's a twenty three point swing just between on what building you play in, which is just it's crazy, but. In Game Seven, you like you have LeBron, who doesn't like losing and going out in elimination games. But so that'd be the tough one. Um, I think I'll stick with the Cavs in seven. But the same as the other series, I would not be at all surprised if the Celtics came out and won a Game Seven, which I do think yeah. seven for sure. But and that's why the, these two series are hard to pick because I feel like I could easily get both wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to pick the Cavs and the Warriors uh, just because I do think they'll both come down to Game 7. And in a Game 7, I'm going to trust LeBron and, and then I'm going to trust, you know, the Warriors as well. Um, but I would not be surprised if we're sitting here a week from now and it's the Rockets and the and the Celtics. I really I really wouldn't uh, because, you know, when, it's in, when it comes down to a Game 7, especially uh, when you have that Game 7 at home, uh, you're confident that you have a shot to win. And so, uh, you know, these two series is that we were looking at haven't exactly been as close from a game to game basis. Uh, now I, I know the last two games in the West were pretty close. Uh, but the first, you know, the first three weren't really, uh, close. And then none of the games really, the Eastern Conference hadn't really had a game that's come down to the wire. So they haven't yeah. been the best series to watch as far as from a game-to-game basis outside of the last two games in the West. But we're still getting good series in that it's looking like there's a good chance uh, they go seven. Uh, I, I don't see any – I don't see either of the road teams winning a game six. Uh, but if they do, Ben, and we'll talk about this quickly, there is a chance that we will watch LeBron's last game in a Cavs uniform tonight. If they do lose in this uh in this Western Conference Finals, especially in a game six, there's a lot of speculation that LeBron will look to go elsewhere in free agency. And I know that we will talk about this, especially as the summer unfolds. So briefly, uh do you think this year is the last for LeBron with this stint with the Cavs? Do you think he goes somewhere else in the offseason? And if so, you know, where's your top pick for for LeBron to get his services next year? Um, I do think this is his last year with the Cavs again. And I think it's his last year ever with the Cavs because I don't see him coming back again like he did last time. Um, but, uh, my okay, yeah, my top team. That's what I also what the question was. <laughs> I forgot for a second. Uh, my yeah. top choice, uh, I'm going to give my top three because that's what most, it seems like we get from everyone. 
Uh, my top three would probably be the Lakers, the Philadelphia 76ers, and then possibly the Houston Rockets. Um, my top choice over of those three is probably, it depends on what LeBron wants for that choice. Um, if LeBron wants to win more championships so he can really prove that he is the greatest of all times, which is what he needs for some of the people who still pick Jordan over him, is more championships. If if that's the case, I think he should definitely go to Philadelphia. Um, if he's just ready to extend his legacy and everything like that and not really care about becoming the greatest ever in some in everyone's mind, then I think he goes to uh, Los Angeles because obviously Los Angeles is, I mean, it's Los Angeles. You don't have to say anything else. It's a big, big, uh, big market city. Uh, it's where all the elite people seem to live. Um, and movie stars, everything like that. So I think it comes down to if he wants to win championships or if he wants to just become a global, a bigger global icon. Uh, championship, uh, like I said, go. I think go to Philadelphia. Icon, go to... The Lakers. Lakers, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then I, yeah, think, and- I think Houston has a shot to sign him, but definitely not if they win the championship this year. Because then uh, that'll be... I mean, people would eat him alive for yeah if they win the championship this year he's not going there because uh if they if they lose in this seven game series i think there's a shot um but you, if you're the if you lose in this seven game series and you're the rockets and you're looking at getting lebron you're gonna have to make some decisions um because one thing you need to do is clear ryan anderson's 16 million dollar contract which I, th- I think they still owe him for next year yeah um that's one thing and I think, and now people disagree with me on this, and uh, I don't know if you do or not. I don't think you were able, you'll be able to sign Capella and and LeBron back, simply because to attract LeBron there, you have to sign Chris Paul back. He that would be a big reason why he wanted to play there. He wants to play. Uh, Chris Paul is not as close as of a buddy as Dwayne Wade is to him, but they're all um, friends. And I think he he's always said he wanted to play. Uh, with, with Chris Paul. So I think that kind of attracts him there. But then I don't think you have the money to sign all three of them, you know, to what they would want. So if you're, if you're Houston, are you willing to give up a 24 year old Clint Capella for a chance at a championship with LeBron James? That's, I mean, that's going to be a tough decision to make. Now I've heard people say, nah, they'll keep Capella either way, but I really just don't think they can afford all three of them and have James Harden's contract already on there. So I think they're going to have to make a decision. If it does come to, he wants to come to Houston, do we pick him? Which would seem like a no-brainer, but Capella's 24 and just entered his prime, and if he develops offensively, he could be really dominant down low. Um, So as a Rockets fan, would you be mad if they got rid of Capella to bring in LeBron or – or do you think they could keep them both? I mean, I don't see any way that they could, but I don't unless LeBron takes a huge pay cut, which I don't know if he'll be willing to do. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think they. I don't. I'm with you. I don't think they can keep get both of them, keep Capella and sign LeBron. Um, and they got to sign Chris Paul too. He's yeah, and sign Chris Paul back. Uh, Chris Paul might sign for less than the minimum, uh, less than the maximum this year if he could get LeBron with him, but that'd be, that'd probably be the only reason. Um, 
regardless of that, honestly, I don't even know if they can if they will end up bringing Capella back because I mean, as much as as a Rocket fans, I'd like to have Capella back. There's a I've heard rumors out there that the Suns are willing to offer him a max contract, like uh, not super max, obviously, because he's not eligible for that. But the max contract for him, which I don't know if the Rockets could even match that. So yeah, and I think that's why I think that's one reason the Suns are looking to trade that first overall pick. They got their eyes on Capella, so they're thinking we can trade back and get, uh, you know, a guard to pair with with Booker. I mean, that wouldn't be bad. So I I I have heard that too that that they're going to offer him the max contract, and uh, you know, I and it just depends. I mean, I think he might take that yeah. um, because I don't think the Rockets would be able to offer him that and you know if if you're the if you're trying to sell him on the Suns I mean I know they haven't been great but they have you know a good draft pick this year you bring in Capella to put with Booker and and you have Josh Jackson who's getting better you have TJ Warren who's a young player that's that's getting better you know there is some potential there to they can sell Capella on being really the centerpiece along with with Booker yeah. Uh, and that's something that's something that the Rockets can't do. They can't say, you know, you'll be our best player or even second best because they have better players. So if he wants a more featured role and he wants more money, then I could easily see him going there. Yeah. So, I mean, if they lose Capella regardless, I definitely think they'll go after LeBron a little bit harder. So we'll just see how that all uh, ends up going. And who knows, LeBron may LeBron hasn't really said either way, um, and it's a, it's all speculation. But I don't see him going. I mean, he said I've heard that I've heard from people in his circle that he wouldn't. Oh, I didn't hear it from people in his circle, but I've heard Brian Windhorst say that he talked to people in his circle that said he wouldn't mind being in Cleveland, but he's not going to sign back in Cleveland with the current roster that they have. And so if you're Cleveland, you got to really think about it and take that eighth pick and say, who could we get, you know, with this eighth pick that might attract LeBron to stay? Uh, but if you feel like, you know, he's not going to stay either way, then they may just keep that pick and say you can go on your merry way. But there's no way unless they get a big name, he stays there. But I think if they are able to get a big name, then, then I think it's about 50-50 whether he stays there. Uh, but real quickly, we're about to end the show um, here today. So just to refresh uh, the memory of our listeners, uh, what is your finals matchup again? Um, as of right now, I'm picking a finals matchup of Rockets uh, Cavs. Okay, and you think and you? I think both go game seven. I think Cavs and Rockets win game seven of their series. Okay, I can see that, and that's that's the finals I want to see. I want to see that finals. Uh, I think it would be a good finals. Um, you know, I think it would uh, be fun to watch. But I just, until they actually do it, I'm going to pick the, the Warriors to win that series. Uh, so my finals matchup is unfortunately uh, going to be the same as it has been the past three years. Very unfortunate. But uh, I think that the experience in the playoffs will win out in the end. And uh, but we'll see. And I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if we're sitting here next week and it's it's the total opposite of what I just picked. In fact, the way my predictions have been going in this playoffs, 
if you're a Celtics fan or a Rockets fan, you're probably happy that I picked against the Celtics and the Rockets. That probably means that we're going to be sitting here a week from now with the Celtics and Rockets in the finals. Um, so, but you can't pick both teams. So I'll, I'll stick with my original predictions and, uh, go Cavs Warriors. And, uh, I think that'll be our finals matchup. And so, uh, game six is, like I said, tonight for the Cavs. If they win, it will be a game seven on Sunday. And then for the Warriors, they have a, their game six will be, uh, tomorrow night. So Saturday night and their game seven would be Monday if needed. So by Tuesday, we will know who our finals teams are. And then on May 31st is game one of the finals. So what's going to happen is we'll try to get, get with you, uh, one day early next week, maybe Monday or Tuesday and do do a show and talk some baseball and uh maybe football and then a little bit of basketball and then uh before the 31st at some point uh we're going to do a special show that is all about the NBA um finals and we're going to break those down uh very precisely and then at the end of the show we'll obviously give our predictions so be on the lookout for hopefully two shows next week uh one show, since we did all basketball this time, we'll try to discuss other uh, sports. And then the one show will be, again, our finals preview. Um, so, again, follow us on all our social media. We're now on Instagram. Uh, so look us up there, BNB Sports Podcast. Uh, we have a Twitter, at BNB Sports PC. And then we are on Facebook. You can just look it up on Facebook as well. Find us there. And... Uh, we look forward to uh, getting back with you next week. Yes. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, getting back with you next week.